Hi, my name is Shlomo Salsa, founder of Purpose Creates Impact, host of the Teenage Impact Podcast, where you will find the inspiration to get over your struggles as a teenage kid. I was bullied, had anxiety, depression, had friends pass away, and battled confidence issues for a majority of my life. Whether you have the same issues as me, feel lonely, face challenges in your home or in school, I'm going to be interviewing people who overcame these struggles and provide you with tips on how you can overcome yours. By the end of this episode, I want you to rate and comment on what you think of the podcast. This will allow the podcast to be ranked higher and serve more teenagers. Hey everyone, this is the host of the Teenage Impact Podcast. This is your host, Shlomo Salson, and today I have Tania Speaks. How are you, Tania? I'm good. How are you? Uh, good, good. Tania is a um, very special teenager. She's not your ordinary teenager. She's ambitious. She's hungry. She's willing to inspire and one of the most influential teens in the country. And what, um, some things about her past was she went through a lot of struggle as a teenager. She was um, self-conscious about her bushy eyebrows. She got made fun of a lot, bullied a lot. And what she did was she um, shaved her eyebrow completely off. And she was still self-conscious about that. But eventually, that's how the company that she manages right now, Brow Boost, came along. She found organic solutions to the problem. And now she's becoming one of the most influential teens out there. She's been featured in Forbes, Time Magazine's 25 Most Influential Teens. And she was featured in Black Enterprise, Atlantic Business Journal, some of the other um, publishing companies that I haven't listed. And she also had a near-death experience. She almost drowned. And I'm I'm sure Tania would do a better job explaining. So Tania, how about you explain a little bit about your background, your story, and how you came about? So in elementary school, a lot of my peers had thinner brows. And I always had bushy brows that were almost connecting And I always looked at myself in the mirror and thought that I looked different from my peers, but I never thought anything of it. I didn't think it was a big problem that I had until people started to say stuff about it. And it was worse because I was already thinking that my eyes were, my eyebrows were bushier than my peers. But when they said it, you know, it made me even more self-conscious about it because now I'm not thinking, oh, I have bushy brows. I'm thinking this is bad. I have bushy brows. Um, And it really beat me down. Um, I was tortured by my peers. Um, Some people that I thought were my friends started to bully me for my eyebrows. I was pushed off the swings, um, shoved into lockers, you name it. They did it to me and it was very traumatic. And the only person that I told was my mom at the time. And only because I saw saw her like in the mirror doing stuff with her brows and I figured she could help me she could take me to a salon or something and when I came to her she was like Tania no you're not getting your brows done you're way too young and she was right I was in elementary school I didn't need to be going to the salon trying to beautify myself um but I didn't want to hear that at the time because I just kept thinking I just want the bullying to stop and I thought that was the only way that would stop the bullying 
Um, but I was wrong. So I decided to take it upon myself and shave off my eyebrow with um, the little razor that I saw my mom using. And I was in the basement underneath the table thinking I knew what I was doing, but it ended up really bad. I was bleeding. I had to go to the hospital. And my mom, yeah, my mom was furious. She was like, I told you not to touch them. Just leave them alone. Your eyebrows are beautiful. One day someone's going to love your eyebrows. But as a kid, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that I'm beautiful. I mean, you're my mom. You're going to say that. Um, and after that, I went back to school a couple of days later after, you know, my eyebrow healed up a little bit and they still continued to bully me. Um, because now my eyebrows are lopsided. They don't look the same. So it didn't really fix the issue. And at that moment, I kind of realized that even me taking matters into my own hands, I still got bullied. So I was like, I have to do something to grow my brows back. Like I just want my brows back now because they're going to bully me anyway. And I went to the store with my mom. She helped me you know, navigate different beauty brands and what could work for my brows. And unfortunately, nothing worked because I have really sensitive skin. So all the products were breaking my skin out, giving me rashes, which defeated the purpose of trying to fix my brows. It harmed my skin. And my mom told me that, you know, organic ingredients are probably going to work better for your skin. So I took it upon myself to research on Google and try to find some ingredients and I just asked my mom to buy them and I was just mixing them up in my living room. And after that, I started to use my concoction on myself. And in my town, this my hometown. Elementary school still? Yeah. So now we're working our way back up to um, middle school. Uh-huh. And everybody kind of follows each other to the next um, grade. So even after I graduated from elementary school, all of those people followed me to middle school and same thing for high school. So it didn't really stop in middle school. It just kind of subsided a little bit. Um, And once I started using the concoction on my brows, my brows did start to grow back. And I didn't actually think it was going to grow my brows back. I just was trying anything at that point. I was desperate. And um, by the time I got to high school, they started to notice a real big change in my brows. Um, They weren't as wild and my hairs were laid down from what I was using. And they would always ask me, what are you using on your brows? I remember what your brows look like in elementary school, like they're better now. And I would just tell them that, you know, I have my own formula and they wanted to try it as well. So I brought it to school and gave it away for free until I realized that I could put a price on it. So I would sell it one for $3, two for $5 in my high school bathroom. So the line would kind of wrap around and wow. they would stand and wait for me to put the product on their brows. And then they would give me, give me the money. I would give them the product and I would be on to the next customer. And I was just doing it for fun. I really enjoyed it. I couldn't believe people loved my product. Um, but then my mom, she had um, a bachelor's degree in business and she was like, you're making a profit already. You can have a business. All we have to do is just register it. And I was like, I don't think that real customers are going to buy. I don't think that if I come out of my high school bathroom, people are going to buy. And I was really, really scared. Um, but I did my first yeah, season. It, it cut off in the last 10 seconds. Um, the last thing I said was my mom told me that I could turn it into an yeah, actual business. business. And I was scared. And I didn't think that people were going to buy it outside of my high school bathroom. So I did my first event and I sold out of all my product. And that's kind of when the journey began of me having my own business and getting the product out there to more people. 
That's pretty amazing. Let's rewind back to elementary school when you get made fun of for your eyebrows. What kind of things did people say? Um, they would say that I had a unibrow, that my eyebrows were touching, they were extremely bushy, um, they would call me ugly. I mean, they would literally say anything. Uh-huh. Wow. I can't believe that in elementary school. I know bullying usually starts in a little bit towards the end of elementary school and the beginning of middle school. And you got shoved into lockers too? Yeah. Wow. For that reason or just because people were mean? I'm not sure why. I'm really uh-huh. not sure why. But I did hear people talking about my brows. So I kind of just put two and two together. Okay. And when you shaved off your eyebrows, um, did... Did Was it uneven all the way until high school where it started working? Yeah. Uh-huh. And did the bullying continue in middle school as well? It continued, but, you know, it started to, my eyebrows started to look a little bit better at that point. So uh-huh. it wasn't as bad, but, you know, I still had the few that bullied me in elementary school that still bullied me in middle school. And was there like a change in your confidence in middle school? Did, you, did it phase you as much? Um, I think it still affected me in middle school. I don't think it was until I started to sell the product that my confidence really changed. Uh-huh. Did you seek any help with your mom when you were getting bullied in middle school still? Um, yeah, I still talked to her about it. Um, she just kept trying to drill the same things into my head that the brows are beautiful. And in middle school, I started to listen to her a little bit more because I was getting older and I realized that I could trust my mom. Um, But I don't think all of the things that she said, I didn't think I applied them until I got to high school. Okay, gotcha. So you're going to high school and you find out that, hey, this product really works and my eyebrows are coming really nice. And you weren't expecting to have a business out of it. You're selling it in the bathroom. Did you get in trouble? (laughs) I didn't get in trouble. Nobody found out. Nobody. Well, found out. <laughs> in, until until you said your story. <laughs> yeah, until I came out and talked about it, they didn't find out. Did your teachers ever approach you about it? Actually, some of my teachers bought my product a little bit towards the end of the school year. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think I didn't get in trouble with them. I'm not sure if they told like the principal or anything, but they would have me bring the product to their classroom. Um, but I don't know if they knew I was selling it in the bathroom. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so when did you actually register your business? At 16? 17? Um, 15. 15. So you started registering at 15. Yeah. And so you go to school, and then after school, you'll work on your business? Yes. And uh, what time did you sleep? Um, I think my sleep schedule was better then. Um, I would go to school and I would normally do events that were in the evening. So as soon as school was over, I would pretty much pack up all of my business stuff and go straight to the event. And the event would end around like 10 o'clock PM. And then I would probably be in bed around midnight and, you know, wake up for school the next morning. So I would get a good like five hours of sleep. Uh And who started buying your products when you registered officially? You said who? Yeah. Um, my very first customer was at an event that was for teens, actually. So it kind of fit perfectly for my business. And 
it was basically just um, giving teen entrepreneurs exposure. And um, yeah, so there were already, there was already an audience at the event. So I just had to sell to those people. Mm -hmm. Did you have any partners? No. By yourself, hustling. By myself, just out there. (laughs) (laughs) And now let's go back. I know you had uh, a near-death experience when you were younger. You were on vacation. And uh, I guess the waves were pretty bad. You were jet skiing. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, So when I was younger, this was probably the end of elementary school, beginning of middle school, um, I went on a cruise with my family and we went to the Bahamas and we went on a jet ski and I rode the jet ski with my dad. It was really, really fun. I was enjoying myself. And then, you know, the water was splashing in my face. So I couldn't really see what we were doing and I wasn't the driver. So it didn't matter until next thing you know, I was just in the ocean. And I didn't know what happened, but I just panicked because I don't know how to swim, which was problem number one. Um, So I was kind of just trying to flail my arms around, trying to get out of the ocean. And I was just screaming everybody's name to try to help me. Um, And I actually don't remember screaming. Um, My dad just told me that he could just keep hearing me screaming people's names. And I don't remember that, but it was just so traumatic. And I actually gave up while I was in the in the water because I knew that I couldn't swim and no one was around to help me. So I kind of just figured I was just going to die that day and that was going to be it for me. Um, and someone actually told me to grab their hand and I just reached my hand out. And next thing you know, I was on the sand and um, no one was there when I opened up my eyes. And I still don't know who saved me, but someone saved me. And my dad ended up swimming to where I was because he knew how to swim. It was just hard for him to swim to me, save me, and swim to shore. So once he knew I was okay, he was able to get back. Talk about the blessing from the sky, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, It was definitely a blessing. Um, I wouldn't have a business. I wouldn't be in college. Nothing. None of this would be happening if whoever that person was didn't save me. So Good, good. And then... um... This was in middle school or elementary school? Um, probably the end of elementary school. End of elementary school. And did you ever go in the water after that? Or was um, not for a while. Not, I didn't even want to get into the pool um, because I was just like, I, I don't want to go near water at all. And it wasn't until a little bit recently. Um, before this summer, I would just put my feet in the water. But this summer, I decided to actually try to learn how to swim. Um, so it took me a while to get back into the water and face my fear of being in the water and not drowning. Mm-hmm. And let's go back to um, you being bullied in uh, middle school. How did the lack of confidence affect other areas in your life? In your life? Um, it pretty much affected all areas of my life, but I would focus specifically on my academics. So I've always been a high flyer. I've always loved school and loved to do schoolwork and get straight A's. Um, but once I got bullied, my confidence went all the way down. So I wasn't confident pretty much in anything. Um, so my grades dropped a little bit. I never wanted to go to school. I would fake sick. I would, um, beg my mom to please don't let me go to school like can I please just stay home and sometimes when I fake sick she knew I was faking um because she knew I really didn't want to go to school so my confidence in you know 
my brows also affected my lack of confidence in my schoolwork as well. Did you ever approach your bullies? Um, no, I never like fought back or said anything back to them um, because sometimes it would be people that I thought were my friends. So I didn't really want to fight the people that I thought were my friends. So they would just kind of say stuff and it kind of started off as jokes at first. And, you know, kids in elementary school, they joke around all the time, Mm -hmm. but it was really affecting me. And I would tell them, you know, can you stop talking about my brows? Um, But that would never work. So the jokes continued and then the jokes got worse and then it became physical. So, you know, it doesn't take much for a joke to turn into something that can really hurt your feelings. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So you stayed away from kids in general around that time. Yeah. And then your confidence started growing at 14, 15 when you started the business. Yeah. And how did that affect other areas of your life? Um, When I started my business and I had better confidence, um, I started to focus even more on school because now I decided to graduate early. Um, And I was like, you know, I really want to get out of school, even though I wasn't getting bullied anymore at that time. I was, you know, happy with selling my product, but now I realized that I could really have a business. I was confident and being able to sell products, and I really just wanted to branch out into other things, so I decided to graduate early, which meant that I had to take college courses while I was taking high school courses, so you really have to have confidence to be able to do that at the same time, um, because sometimes the college courses may be more difficult than your high school classes, but you still have to juggle both. So, you know, me gaining confidence allowed me to graduate early and do other things that I probably wouldn't have done if I still had low self-esteem. Now, what college are you going to now? Hofstra University. Nice. And is that, you said it's in Rhode Island? I mean, Long Long Island, Island, I'm sorry. Were you born there in New York? No, I'm from Baltimore. Baltimore. I I was actually, uh, I lived there for a couple months. Wow. Did you like it? Oh, it's okay. I was doing like door-to-door sales. This was after I graduated college. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's not much to look forward to there, but... <laughs> Downtown is pretty nice. Yeah, it's pretty nice. When you, yeah. when you don't live there, it's nice. Mm-hmm. And what are you studying? Entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship. Wow, they have a major there. Yeah. Okay. And what's, what is your plan with your business after you graduate? Um, well, right now we're working on getting my products into retail. Um, you know, I love speaking to kids about overcoming bullying and, you know, starting a business. Um, actually here at Hofstra, I talked to, they have a a program for middle school and high school students who want to start a business. And, you know, I constantly do webinars and talk to them about how to start a business. Um, so after I graduate, I pretty much want to continue inspiring, um, people who are going through bullying and um, having my products in retail and, you know, just expanding my business with different products. Mm -hmm. And what products are you selling currently? So currently I have the Brow Boost Organic Brow Gel that is made from the aloe vera plant and vitamin E. It tames thick brows and grows thin brows. We also have Beard Boost, which is for the men. Um, this stimulates hair growth in their beard, you know, fills in those patches that may be empty. Um, it's a moisturizer for dry skin and it helps with itchiness. 
Um, and then we also have eyebrow pencils for those women who want to use the brow boost to grow their brows, but they don't feel confident enough to walk outside with their brows really thin, so they fill their brows in. Um, and yeah, those are all of our products. Mm -hmm. And let's go back to your younger self. You're, you're an adult now. You're 18, 19 years old. Um, let's go back to your younger self. What would you tell your younger self who's getting bullied? Um, I would tell my younger self to not think that it's going to last forever because I really thought that I was going to be bullied my whole entire life. I couldn't see past me being 10, 11, 12 years old. I thought I was going to be an adult still getting bullied. Um, and I think if I would have known that it would have stopped, it's going to stop at some point. And if I known that I was going to start a business and graduate early and start college, if I knew that, I probably wouldn't have been as discouraged from getting bullied. So I definitely would tell myself that it's going to get better. You're not going to be bullied forever. I think that would, would be the thing that would help me the most. Mm -hmm. And what do you tell kids nowadays who get bullied? Do you tell them to approach their bullies? Um, I don't tell them to approach the bullies. I tell them to find an outlet, um, literally anything. My outlet was selling products. Um, even though the bullying had subsided once I got to high school, um, it still impacted me. It was still a traumatic event in my life. Um, so me being able to sell my products and even now being able to run my business, you know, it helps me to kind of forget about the bullying and not let it cripple me. But if that's the only thing you have going on in your life, you're just constantly thinking about being bullied, that's not really going to help you. So I try to tell kids who are getting bullied to you know, find an outlet, whether it's cooking or baking or painting, whatever it is, try to do that and definitely tell someone that you're getting bullied. Even if you don't want to hear what they have to say, one day it's going to come back around and you're going to appreciate the advice. Just like I appreciate the advice now that my mom told me, you will appreciate the advice from whoever it is that you told as well. Absolutely. And just to build off of that, I was bullied for, English wasn't my first language, so I was bullied for the way I spoke. And every time I would give a presentation, people would laugh at me the first 10, 15 seconds of me speaking. And, you know, here I am 10, 10 years later. And I actually coach other people on public speaking. The same people who used to pick on me for public speaking, they come to me for tips on how to give presentations, which is ironic because you have a similar story, but in a different aspect. For kids who are getting bullied, you can turn your weakness into your biggest strength. Just yeah. give yourself some time, have patience, and watch those bullies will come around one day and yeah. ask you for help. Yeah. And most of the people that were bullying me or had something to say, they're now my customers so <laughs> for a brow product. So, you know, it does come around full circle. So they may be talking about you now, but sometimes people talk about you because they admire you they admired that they admired that I had bushy brows and they were born with thin ones or they admired that you had an accent and they don't but you know they don't know how to express that when they're younger so they kind of just make you feel bad and then later on they'll love it and want to be your customer or want to ask you for help so mm -hmm. definitely don't get discouraged by it yeah Tania do you have any last tips um no I think we covered it all and where can people find you um, you can find me on Instagram. Um, it's at Tania.speaks, T-A-N-I-A 
S-P-E-A-K-S. You can find me on Facebook at Browboost. Um, YouTube is Tania Speaks as well. Um, and my website is TaniaSpeaks.com. Awesome. And for my listeners who are tuning in for the first time, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. I'm trying to inspire as many teens as possible to overcome their struggles in life. Thank you.